the women who are defining success. We create opportunities. We develop our skills. And we are shaping how things get done. We are young. We are old. We are quiet. And we are bold. We come in all shapes and sizes. From every background. And different corners of the world. We are brilliant. Beautiful. Talented. And we are ready to make our voices heard. If you've ever waited for your chance, wondered when you'd get asked to step up, or hoped for the opportunity to share your message, this is it. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter is connecting girls and young ladies who are shaping their lives with seasoned women who have blazed the trails and want to help others find a faster path to success, joy, and fulfillment. You've got something to share. We all have something to learn. This community is your community. Women's Voices Matter. Welcome to the Women's Voices Matter webinar series. I'm your host, Dr. Kathy Wendland Colby, and I'm so excited to bring to you this topic of how to be seen and heard in a way that feels right for you. Our guest today is a copywriter, a business coach, a marketing consultant, a speaker, and a teacher who helps women blend who they are with what they do so that they can build a thriving, profitable and sought after brand and become known for their expertise in a way that feels right to them. So ladies, it's my pleasure to introduce Rachel Kajip. Hi, thanks for having me. Looking forward to our chat. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to get to share a little bit of your knowledge and your expertise with everybody. So listen, it's one of the things that people want right now with social media. Everybody wants to be seen and heard, just not everybody knows the right way to do it. So can you enlighten us? Sure. Well, I think the problem stems from everyone going to external platforms first and wanting to work on their external image. But what I always suggest to my clients is that we need to do a bit of groundwork behind the scenes first with who we are, what we want to do, how you show up in the world, what we want to achieve. So that could be anything from, you know, do you want to write a book and be known um, you know, as an author? Do you want to do a speaker series? Do you want to launch a business? that kind of thing. We need to figure out what you actually want to do first, the reasons why, and then we can work on your external uh, platform. Because I think a lot of people just follow the same methods or, you know, they'll Google how to get seen and heard, you know, what webinar should I be on, what platform, and they just copy everyone. And because we do that, we all end up being same, same. And kind of just, you know, drifting amongst all the other people and not getting noticed. And then we get a little bit stressed and start focusing on mostly external kind of indicators, like, well, I've got a million likes and 50,000 followers, um, and using that as a justification for people being seen and heard and successful businesses. But 
as you guys have probably heard before, um, you know, there's now even like micro and macro influencers, people with 100 followers who have amazing brands who are respected, uh, you know, who get all the engagement, have run successful businesses, and it goes to show that you don't need this perfect external platform that actually starts within because if you can get 100 people to follow you, you can get a 1,000 and then a million. I'm glad to hear you say that because so many people get caught up on how many likes do you have? How many followers do you have? How many people, you know, have attached to your page? But even more important is how many people actually engage and connect with you and are they buying, right? You can have a million followers, but if nobody's buying, you're just spending a lot of time trying to build everybody up. And there's something to be said for that. There's definitely something to be said for being philanthropic and putting it out there and helping other people. But there has to be an exchange and you have to be in balance in the universe. So I love that you help women define what's right for them, not just what's going to get me seen and heard. Yeah, definitely. And I think, again, you know, that's the, the problem. We're seeing all of this in, you know, these likes, shares, etc. But then I've actually spoken to a lot of female business owners, even women that I followed, you know, that I see as kind of influencers, people I look up to. And, you know, they whisper to me at a networking event. They're like, I'm not making any money. I'm struggling. I'm exhausted. Can you help? And I'm absolutely gobsmacked. I was like, you know, you're amazing. Like, I love you. I love all the things you do, etc. But like you said, that doesn't necessarily equal sales. And for me and for a lot of my female clients, that final little step about, you know, getting people talking, making friendships, but then even taking it further to making that sale, um, you know, putting your service out there, your product, showing how you solve people's problems, how you can help, is again where a lot of women then fall down, unfortunately. Um, you know, they don't want to come across sleazy. They want to do business in a different way, which I definitely um, approve of, and it doesn't have to be like that. But, you know, men traditionally in that sort of masculine model, it's really easy to do those sales. And so women then don't do that. And then, again, they're just putting out this free content, perhaps getting engagement, getting loved by people like me. But then they quit and their business falls down. And then we look around as women and say, oh, it's hard to do business. If they're falling down, I'm going to fall down. And then it all makes it kind of seem very, very hard and not achievable when it can be. That's important because I think when women individually fail, it tends to be perceived as women in general fail. And I know I help a lot of women get into leadership positions, and oftentimes they say, you know what, I'm giving up because I'm just not getting anywhere because they have to show up 10 times as often to get 1% of the opportunities. So I like that you're actually helping them to take it to a different level where they're actually being profitable. Yeah, definitely. I mean. You know, as an example, my business, am I making millions of dollars? Do I have millions of followers? Uh, no, but I'm making enough money. It's, it's a business that I want to run. I have flexibility. I have loyal customers, um, you know, loyal clients, etc. And so to me, that's, that's success. So again, it's going against the grain with that external um, you know, validation that, again, I think a lot of women feel that they need. And I guess, like, coming back to your point, we do as women, you know, look to each other. If one woman fails, I think we all fail. And we're all trying so hard to do all of the things all the time. 
we're actually increasing our chances of failing. We're actually increasing our chances of burnout, of not running businesses that we want to, not achieving the goals that we set out to achieve. And all of that in the end does result in often a lack of income. And as much as we'd love to be all purpose-driven businesses, which I'm sure a lot of us are, I know I am and a lot of women, we still need to make money to live right, to make better business choices, to take care of ourselves. So. Yeah, I think it, it can be really hard for women to create um, that balance and often come in conflict between how they did it in the nine to five world versus how they should do it now that they're running their own business. So what would your what would your advice be for a woman who maybe she wanted to start a coaching program or maybe she wanted to start influencing other people, but she was spending too much of the time doing all the other things and not necessarily becoming profitable? Sure. Well, it goes back to the first point I made. You need to get really clear on what kind of business you want to run and why. Do you want a team of 20 people or just want to be, you know, a solopreneur? Um, you know, as an example, everyone thought that I would run a marketing agency. That was the last thing that I wanted to do. So all of my business decisions were about creating what I'd like to call a profitable, but a very lifestyle based business where I can do the projects that I want in a time frame that suits me. So I think figuring out what type of business you want to run is probably the first step and then I think figuring out what impact you want to make because some people again really do like some of your clients want to get up on stage and talk to 20,000 people as a regular kind of thing um, I personally love a crowd of 20 and so I work to you know to get speaking gigs where I can have more of those intimate conversations so then figuring out you know how you want to show up what kind of impact you want to make and there's no right or wrong answer I mean some women um, literally set out to create a business does exactly the same as their nine to five job, but they can do it from home with their kids. They don't want to be seen and heard very loudly just within their networks. They just want to have work sentiment. There's nothing wrong with that. So I think once you get really clear on that, then you can put strategies in place to help limit the amount of time perhaps you're wasting and then where you should be focusing your efforts. So as an example, the women that I work with, um, are a bit over social media and online conversations, to be honest, and they want to talk to me one-on-one. -on -one, so they're really interested in having one-on-one -on -one chats via Zoom. They want to talk on Skype. They want to talk on the telephone. And they want to move away from online platforms where they can maybe get sucked into just sort of scrolling, but also where they can actually show up in a way that feels authentic to them. I feel like a lot of women still have the pressure to look good, to sound right, to do everything perfectly online. And it's hard to do that and be open and honest about the struggles you're having with your business to create something from scratch because you do need to stumble around uh, a little bit. So I think that's what I'd suggest to do those steps. Maybe take it offline, you know, think about what you want to do. Speak to friends, family first, and then go out and speak to your market. Test your idea that way. But for me and for my clients, yeah, take it offline, especially if that's what's kind of causing some of the issues in your business. And like I said, I have friends who uh, you don't even see them on social media and they are literally making like six and seven figures um, a year without even trying. And I'm barely online compared to a lot of my other, um, you know, sort of like clients and colleagues in some ways. And I'm still doing okay. So this idea that you need to be online and show up is not true because, as you know, you can do speaking, books, webinars, all of that kind of stuff. I am so thrilled to hear you say that because 
a lot of the women that I work with, we're in an industry that's typically male dominated. And so the women are used to seeing guys kind of get up and beat their chest through the proverbial, you know, like mine is bigger. No, mine is bigger. And these guys get up and they, they talk about the numbers that they're doing and the volume that they're seeing and the collections that they have. And they're beating their chest talking about how big their offices and their practices are. And here's women who are successful and happy and thrilled with the life that they've created, yet they look at these guys who are doing something different. And it's not just guys, but predominantly is. They look at these guys who are doing something different and they say, oh, darn, maybe I'm not successful after all. Maybe I don't really have a story to share. Maybe I don't belong on that stage because they're looking at them saying, well, that's not what I do. And they don't have to do that. They're uh -huh. successful and happy doing what they're doing. I like that you're helping women see that, you know what, follow your own path and you can be successful doing that. And success is different to everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, the, you know, the traditional way of doing business, the traditional way of being seen and living in the world. And I think now that more women are coming up in business and just speaking and being recognized more generally, which is fantastic, we're starting to see a shift um, where, as I know for a fact, that a lot of women create businesses because they're seeing an everyday problem and they want to solve that problem. So they are very purpose-driven and often when you're purpose-driven and you are trying to make a difference it doesn't actually matter how big your office space is because perhaps you're not trying to leave such a large environmental footprint in the first place um, those kind of issues I think we're starting to see more and more and particularly with young people I also work with a lot of young people and what they perceive to be success is um, caring for the environment and for others just as much as making money and being seen and heard in their own right so I'm um, you know Sometimes it makes me a little sad that we still get bogged down in that idea. And I definitely go through those phases where I look to others um, and then get a little bit like sad sometimes. So that's when I turn it all back towards myself and the business that I want to run. And then I realize that I'm doing everything that I set out to do. And isn't that the key right there to do what you really that's set out to do and be happy with it? Exactly. Yeah. I love that you help women with that. And I love that you're, you're helping people who have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur and, and running their own business, figure out how to do it in a way that's right for them. Because all too often I speak with women who have worked with a coach or followed some type of mentor online who has said, this is the map, stick to it. Look, it's been successful for my other clients. You just need to stick with it. And the reality is one person's definition is not the same for everybody when it comes to success. So we have to be able to allow people to realize you can do this your own way and it doesn't have to be online. It doesn't have to be on social media. So that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty powerful message. Yeah, definitely. And I'm actually against that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tear down the business owners and the people who uh, like to put that model across, but I've actually gone and, you know, done something completely opposite with the work that I do and what I try and teach women. Because as an example, I've spoken to women who, like you said, have had mentors or coaches and said, no, you have to do Facebook Live every day. And they're like, I hate showing up and showing my face, you know, like I don't have to put makeup on and all this kind of stuff. And then I say to them, well, you know, do you actually love writing? They're like, yeah, I love writing. Like everyone tells me I'm an amazing writer. I was like, we'll start a newsletter list that talks about different issues if that's the way you want to show up in the world you can do that like you don't have to do Facebook lives and you can work on your strengths and I think that's what's important and that's what creates successful businesses is when you work on your strengths 
um, and use a business to highlight those as opposed to using a business to perhaps try and cover up some of the, you know, the areas that you need to work on, which a lot of people try and do. So yeah, they'll fumble around on Facebook Live thinking that it will get them more engagement. But if they look, to be honest, if they're looking awkward and don't look comfortable, then no one's going to want to pay attention anyway. We've been questioning why they do it. And of course, we all get a little nervous. But if you then don't go into the flow, think about doing something else. And so I agree with you, this kind of idea that we have to follow the model. Um, it's just not right. And often you spend a lot of money following all of these different models that um, I guess tell you what to do when really you probably need to be shown what to do and to have someone co-create with you or support you through that journey as opposed to just saying this is what you need to do, pay $500. Right. So that's such such great advice. And for the women who are listening right now and who want to learn how they can connect with you or how they could work with you or how they could just learn more because you've got you've got such an energy about you that's very inviting and welcoming. And I can see that people are going to say, you know what, she's going to help me get to the next level. She's going to help me clear out my mind. Rachel's going to be the one to help me figure out how to do what's congruent with me. How can people get in touch with you? Well, thank you, firstly, for the compliments. That was lovely. Um, yeah, everyone can just jump on my website. It's my baby. It's my home base. And so that's just my name. So rachelcushup.com.au. You can jump on there. You can learn a bit more about my backstory, some of the services that I offer. You know, you can obviously the same as most businesses. You can look at my online profiles, join my newsletter lists where I have series of different questions and prompts and support. But, you know, just send me an email. Um, people are normally surprised. I literally reply to every single email that I get, and I love them. It makes my day a little less lonely sitting from behind the computer. So, yeah, just drop me an email if you want to say hi and start up a conversation. I'd love that. I love it. And so I have to point out your lovely accent because when we first got on, it was the absolute first thing I noticed. So tell everybody where you're from. Um, Melbourne, Australia. So if you hadn't guessed, I'm Australian with my Aussie accent. Love it. Love it. So you're just going into summer down there. Yes, it's super hot today. It's 42 degrees and super windy. So I went for a run this morning, nearly died. And now I've got all of the windows closed and I don't plan on leaving the house for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's the other 42 degrees here. So it's the winter 42 degrees and I'm in the house because it's chilly out. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't handle that. I prefer hot weather every day. Yes. I love it. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for connecting with us because you had so much great information to share. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great to be able to share it with everyone. Like I said, yeah, get in touch if you want to talk more. I know they will. And ladies, I'll put a link down below so that you can get in touch with Rachel because I know you're going to want to learn a little bit more and learn how you can basically find who you truly are and who you are meant to be in the business world. With Rachel, she'll help you with that information. Listen, I want to tell all of you women, thank you so much for stepping up in your own corner of the world because every time you step up, you give other women permission and a role model to follow so that they can step up too because together we rise. And when together women start to rise, we help others raise up because women, listen, we're typically the caregivers. We're very often the breadwinners, but we are the people who are raising the next generation. And so when we are empowered, we start to empower others. And that means our daughters and our sons who will grow up to be leaders in the future world and do a much better job so that all of humanity can have a great experience on this planet. I'm so excited to see what you create 
from what you learned today from Rachel. Ladies, drop a comment, reach out to us, be sure to reach out to Rachel, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Women's Voices Matter. Take care, everybody. So listen, thank you so much for joining us on Women's Voices Matter. Remember, we are here for driven businesswomen, professionals, and mompreneurs who have waited long enough for their opportunity. And we've created the Female Influencer Project to empower you to find your voice, step up, and lead. This is unlike the good old boys club, you know, the guys that repackage their tired old content and put a pretty pink bow on it and call it a women's program. No, ladies, Women's Voices Matter was created by women who are paving the pathway for women just like you who are pursuing a more fulfilling experience. So if you need help finding your genius zone, if you need help trying to find your voice, if you need assistance to learn how to step up and start leading and start having the life of your dreams, that's what we're here for. Reach out to us, lean on us, let us collaborate with you so that you can achieve your ultimate success because when you do, we do. And when we rise, we rise together. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you again at Women's Voices Matter.